No, the monitor Samichu. is not on. There's no monitor on the stage. Okay, praise the Lord. Shall we all stand to our feet? Okay, before we begin, why not let's go around to five other people, slap a high five with them and tell them that today is going to be a day of freedom. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you all still excited for the class? Okay, so let's keep on let's keep on believing. Yesterday we have a great day, but today I believe God is going to do a deeper work. So let's trust God for our individual breakthrough. And also for the breakthrough of our teammates and our classmates. Amen. Well, let's give the Lord a great shout and be hand clap and let's welcome the presence of the Lord.
God is in the house. Hallelujah. Are you ready to worship God this morning? Lift up our hands to heaven. I love because you first loved me. I live because of what you gave. You taught, show me how to live. Your mercy taught me to forgive. You came and poured yourself so free. Your blood washed away my shame. And
Yeah. 
Wonderful Jesus. And we love you. Yes, we love you. We open our hearts to you. Wonderful, wonderful Jesus. Lord, we welcome you to come today in great power. To deliver the captives. To set us free. Today we honor you, Lord. What you did yesterday. What you're about to do today. We thank you for the work you did on the cross. By which we are saved and set free. Amen. 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 Thank you, musicians. That was great. All right, today we want to continue looking at how demons enter people. We'll look at just two scriptures. Uh, one is found in uh, Acts, sorry, Luke chapter 10, verse 13. Well, it's actually Luke 13, verse 10. <laughs> uh, now, Jesus was teaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath. And there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. When Jesus saw her, he called her to himself and said, Woman, be loosed from your infirmity. He laid his hands on her. Immediately she was made straight and glorified God. We'll maybe look at the story again later. But here is a woman in a synagogue. She's a believer in church. And she has a spirit of infirmity. That word infirmity means to be without strength, to be weak, or to be feeble. Without strength, weak or feeble. A spirit of infirmity causes people to have physical uh, problems in their body. Uh, pains that move around their body, shoulder, joint, back, knee, knee pains. Can also cause deafness. So a spirit of infirmity produces in a person's body physical sickness. In this case, the lady was bent over and she had a major back problem. Now, not all sicknesses are caused by a demon. But in countries where there is idolatry, many of the sicknesses people have, a spirit of infirmity is causing it. Uh, a spirit of infirmity can also affect people's mind. It can uh, create problems with learning, memory, uh, learning difficulties. 
Now this woman had the spirit of infirmity eighteen years. So I want you to think about this. Nineteen years ago she did not have the spirit. Eighteen years ago the spirit entered her life. So she was not born with the spirit. It entered her at a particular time. So she must have done something or something happened to her that caused the spirit to enter in. So there's a specific time spirits enter people. And for a spirit to enter a person, it, it must have some opportunity or ground to be able to do that. So evil spirits look for the opportunity to invade a person's life or enter their life whenever possible. We saw in Ephesians 4, verse 27. And give you a list of potential doorways that spirits would come in. So let's go through the list. Uh, yesterday we started on this. And I won't develop each one deeply. But I will come back and we will have some altar calls related to these. So, number one we looked at was generational curses. Uh, generational iniquity and curses. And uh, we looked in Exodus 20 verses 1 to 5. The second doorway of entry, which is a very uh, common door of entry, is idolatry and occult involvement. Idolatry and occult involvement. And uh, one of the key scriptures there was Deuteronomy 18, verse 9 to 12. Another key scripture is uh, 1 Corinthians 10, verses 19 and 20. Where it says those which offer uh, sacrifices to idols are making sacrifices to demons. So we discussed that yesterday. So today I want to show you some other doorways of entry. Here's a third door of entry. Uh, unconfessed or sin in our life. Or habit patterns of sin. Habit patterns of sin. That means sin which is uh, repeated in our life. Until in the end, a demon comes in and we are held in bondage. So let me give you an example of that. Uh, these typically are sins that are a result of pain in relationships. God designed us for relationships. And relationships are a source of joy and blessing. 
But they can also be a source of tremendous pain and sorrow. And when we are in a relationship and someone does something that hurts us, we are not responsible for what they did. But we are impacted by what they did. And usually people react when they're treated unjustly. So when we are treated badly or injured or hurt by the words and actions of someone else, we are totally responsible for our reaction. We tend to avoid responsibility by blaming the person. You made me mad. You made me angry. No, that's not true. Your anger is your anger. They just did what they did. Anger was your response. So people tend to blame and uh project their own issues onto someone else rather than being responsible. So let me give you a list of some of the most common personal habits of sin that lead to demonic spirits coming in. And all of these are the result of being hurt in a relationship. Uh, hatred. Hate. In 1 John 2 11, the person who walks in hate or hates his brother walks in darkness. If you walk in darkness, you can't see what you're tripping up over, and spirits can come into your life. When you are ministering people, one of the most common areas you'll find in their life is deep hate. But they may have buried it and not be aware of it. Related to that is unforgiveness. Matthew 18 and verse 34 and 35. Jesus said that unforgiveness will open the door in your life to being tormented. Matthew 18, verse 34 and 35. And Jesus said, So will my heavenly Father do to you if from your heart you do not forgive everyone his brother their sins. Notice what he says. That this story is to illustrate what happens to us if we don't maintain a heart free of unforgiveness. One of the most common reasons people are sick, troubled, tormented by spirits is the issue of unforgiveness. We become hurt and harbor an offense. The Bible says a brother who's offended, uh, there are walls he builds around him. 
So when you hold offense in your heart, hold unforgiveness in your heart, you make it possible for evil spirits to come and enter your life and they will torment you. So people who have unforgiveness in their heart often end up with many sicknesses. They end up with mental torment and sometimes mental breakdown. And sometimes they end up with cancers. So unforgiveness is a major doorway for evil spirits. And it's quite common when you confront people over unforgiveness, they refuse to forgive. I had one woman that I saw two of our men were praying for her in a meeting. And the demons were manifesting and screaming out. And I just stopped the deliverance. And I asked her, Are you willing to forgive your father? And she said, No, I will not forgive him. Then I said, You'll have to keep your demons. There's no point us continuing. Jumped up and ran out of the room. But she harbored unforgiveness. Demons had a right to be there. So it's a high price you pay to harbor unforgiveness. And we don't always know how deep the unforgiveness is until a deliverance ministry takes place. And sometimes, like on Sunday, I prayed for one woman. And she began to scream out how she hated her father and hated her mother. So very clearly she had a lot of pain in her heart. But she was holding the hatred. She was holding the unforgiveness. So she could not be delivered. She needed to come to a place of repentance and forgiveness. Notice in Matthew 18.35 that Jesus said, Forgive from your heart. Forgiving from your heart is different to forgiving from your head. You can tell someone, you need to forgive. Okay, I forgive. But it's come from the head and it's not engaged the heart. To forgive from the heart means we hold no more hurt and offense. No more judgments in the heart. And it can be a process to forgive from the heart. So forgiveness is a crucial aspect of getting free. Sometimes people are not ready for deliverance because they're not ready to forgive. And so it's better to stop the deliverance and focus instead on the inner healing issue of the person connecting to why they're so angry and hurt until they come to a point they're willing to forgive. So forgiveness is a, a decision of the will but it must engage what the heart feels. So we choose to forgive because Jesus forgave us. 
But we need to connect with the heart pain. So sometimes what I ask the person to do is to write down an anger letter. To sit and write down what they really feel. This letter is never to be posted, published, or made available to anyone. Between them and God, and it's a tool to feel the emotions of the heart. So if a person has safe a deep anger and offense against a father, when you ask them to talk about it, they'll talk a little and then begin to say, Oh, but he was a good person. So I tell them, write a letter then and acknowledge the good things that this person did and thank them for it. Try and think of every good thing you can and thank them for it. Then when you've done that, then begin to speak honestly about what has happened that's negative and how you really feel about it. And as you do that, you start to connect with the pain in your heart. Remember, we don't understand why people do what they do. So how you feel and what you think is really just your own experience. It may not be all the truth. Your parent may perhaps have had major problems of their own. They may have done the very best they could. But they were locked in bondage themselves. So when you write this letter, it's a very personal letter to help you connect with how you feel. The Holy Spirit will bring to mind the people that you have unresolved issues with. And so when you've acknowledged or written down how you really feel, the grief of it usually appears. Then as you begin to grieve over it, you can then acknowledge your pain and forgive. And then destroy the letter and pray blessing over that person. Hey, you don't want to leave it lying around. <laughs> Not good. Okay then. So that's just a tool to connect with uh, the pain and grief of the heart. Many Christians try to perform and act loving, but their heart is actually angry and unloving. The Bible says the love of God flows out of our heart by the Holy Ghost. And the goal of our walk with God is to be able to love people. We love God, love people. So we need to be free of unforgiveness and bitterness. Another sin of the heart, which is a very common one, is bitterness. Bitterness. The word bitter means to be sour or to rebel. So something is sour, we call it bitter. So when offenses are not resolved, they can go down into the heart and become bitterness. 
Bitterness is a poison in your soul. And uh, that poison springs up and begins to defile the people around you. In Hebrews 12:15, it says, "Don't let anyone fall from the grace of God, and don't let a root of bitterness spring up that will defile many." When there's bitterness in your heart, it defiles people. It defiles your relationship. And so bitterness will always have a way of showing in a person's life. Sometimes it shows on the face. So you see some older people and you can tell looking at their face they're very bitter. Their, their face looks sour. Looks like they're sucking a lemon. You know, as though there's something inside them's not right. Bitterness also overflows with words. Critical words. Uh, hurtful words. Words that tear down people. Spiteful words. So you can tell when you listen to people if there's bitterness in them. Uh, bitterness also shows up uh, the person is unable to be grateful. <coughs> they never say thank you to anyone. So bitterness is a major issue in people's hearts. Bitterness leads to sickness in the body. And bitterness will cause us to lose out on the very best God has for us. David's wife became very bitter because of her experiences and was unable to enjoy what God was doing. Sometimes when people have been deeply hurt, they make a what is called a bitter root judgment. They judge others out of bitterness and hurt. I'll come back and talk about that later. So another uh, sin of the heart which opens the door for spirits is anger. Ephesians 4 verse 26 it said, Be angry but don't sin. So, in other words, it's okay to feel angry. Okay to feel angry. We all feel angry sometimes. It's what we do with it is the issue. Some people bury their anger. When you bury your anger, it's most likely to grow into bitterness. And suddenly explode. Some people just blow out their anger. They feel better, but everyone else is hurt. So anger, uh, when people are holding anger in their heart, the energy of that anger fills the atmosphere 
and attracts demonic spirits. 而这个愤怒的经历呢，就充满这个气氛，会吸引邪灵进来。So if you go into a home where there's a lot of anger, 如果你在一个家里面有很多的愤怒 ，or you get near a person who's angry, 那你靠近一个生气的人 ，the whole atmosphere around them is filled with hostility. 他们整个气氛呢，都有很不友善的感觉。Spirit of murder. 是那谋杀的灵。在这样的一个环境里面，挺吓人的。除非你知道如何来处理它。So anger is an open doorway for demons to come in. 愤怒呢，是一道门，让邪灵可以进来。The Bible says it's okay to be angry. 神经说你可以生气。But learn to resolve your anger in the same day. 但学会呢，同一天呢，就解决你的愤怒。Don't bury it. 不要埋起来。Don't blow it out. 不要爆开来。Just learn how to speak out and release and let go. 学会说出来，释放，放开。Usually, when people are angry, 一般上人家生气的时候 ，they are feeling a sense of injustice. 他们感觉不公平。If you just let go your rights, 如果你放开你的权利 ，and just lean into God, you can just get over your anger quite quickly. 而倚靠神的话呢，很快就不生气了。But when people are angry, 在当人们生气的时候 ，sometimes it's because they're afraid. 有时候因为害怕 ，or they feel a low esteem. When your esteem is very low, you get angry very quickly. If you're very angry, you can get angry very quickly. Another reaction in relationships that opens the door for demons is rebellion. Another reaction in relationships that opens the door for demons is rebellion. Another reaction in relationships that opens the door for demons is rebellion. In Proverbs 17:11, 箴言十七章十一节 says, "For the rebellious man, a cruel messenger will be sent against him." 就会有一个很残酷的一个传道人呢，到到到到那里去。So in one Samuel 15, Samuel 记呢啊，在我记上面就说到 ，Rebellion is like witchcraft. 悖逆呢就像巫术一样。Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. 悖逆的罪呢就像巫术一样。So when a person has got deep rebellion in their heart, 当一个人的心中深深的要悖逆 ，underneath it's because they've been rejected. When a person is deeply rejected, 当一个人被拒绝之后呢 ，they withdraw and go into themselves. 他们萎缩进到自己里面。It's called flight. 这叫做呢，他们逃避。They fight. 或者是他们会征战。And rebel. 他们就会悖逆。And rebellion can be very outward. No, I won't do that. 悖逆可以是非常外在的、哦，是我不这么做。Or it can be internal. A passive resistance, or is inside a very passive going slow, doing it my own way, not doing things on time, avoiding doing things, just resistance. So it's not a heartfelt cooperational serving; it's just a resistance. Not a heartfelt cooperation. So all of those areas open the door for spirits to come in. And torment the person. These areas cause the demons to come in and torment the person. Remember, you notice that in all of those, the thing that's in common is they have been hurt in a relationship. You see, the most common thing is that they have been hurt in a relationship. 
之后呢，我跟你分享的，人们的回应是回回应是怎么样的，怎么样回应来辩护自己。Demons use the sin and the reaction to defend themselves as a place to hide. 而邪灵呢，就使用他们的回应呢，以及他们的罪进入到里面呢，成为躲避的一个地方。Okay, so let's go to the next area now. 好，我们看下一个方面。The next area is the area of sexual sin. 下一个方面呢是性方面的罪。Sexual sin opens the doorways for evil spirits to come in. 性方面的罪呢，允许邪灵可以进来。At one Corinthians chapter six. 零前六章。One Corinthians chapter six. 零前六章。And、uh, I can find where it is. Here it is. 看我找得到吗？好，找到。We'll pick it up from verse sixteen.、Uh, Do you not know that he that is joined to a prostitute is one body with her, for the two become one flesh? 岂不知与娼妓联合的，便是与他成为一体吗？因为主说，二人要成为一体。He that's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. 当与主联合的，便是与主成为一灵。So therefore, flee sexual sin, for every sin a man does is outside his body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. 你们要逃避淫行，因为所犯的无论什么罪，在身子以外，唯有行淫的是得罪自己的身子。Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, and you have from God? You're not your own. You're bought with a price. So glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God's. 岂不知你们的身体就是圣灵殿吗？这圣灵是从神而来，住在你们里头的，并且你们不是自己的人，因为你们是重价买来的，所以要在你们的身子上荣耀神。And we already saw in the story of the in Luke chapter four the man who had an unclean spirit. Luke 福音四章呢，我们看到这个人，他有他不洁的灵。So God has designed us to be sexual beings. 而神设计我们呢，是有性的一些人物。He designed you for sexual relationship with another human being. 他设计你呢，与另外一个人类呢，有性方面的关系。So God thought it all up. It's all good. 神已经想到了，这是好的。And、uh, God designed us to be able to enjoy intimacy with another person. Now, when you are involved sexually with another person, the Bible says the two become one. In other words, there is a joining between two people. You notice what it says there. It says the two become one. So God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set a law of bonding in place. That means that God has set A part of that person enters you, and a part of you enters them, and there is a bonding. This person's part enters you, and you enter his part. It's called a soul tie. It's called a soul tie. So any person you are sexually involved with, if you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to that person. If you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to that person. If you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to that person. If you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to that person. If you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to that person. If you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to that person. If you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to that person. If you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to that person. If you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to that person. If you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to that person. If you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to that person. If you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to that person. If you are sexually involved with, there is a bonding in your soul to
如果两个人在性方面的连接在一起，他们分开的话，但两者会因为这样的一个关系而受伤。So to protect sexual intimacy, to protect our capacity to be intimate. 为了要保护呢，我们可以亲近这样的一个能力。God sets a boundary around sexual behavior. 神在性方面的行为呢，设定这样的一个界限。He requires that we form a covenant for life with another person. 还要我们与另外一个人永远立约。And within that covenant, it is safe to be sexually connected and intimate. 在这个约里面呢，你在性方面的连接亲近是可以的。But if we have sexual relationships outside of marriage， 如果在婚姻之外呢有性关系的话 ，then we suffer a number of、uh, negative effects of that。那就面对呢几个不好的一些影响。Firstly， there is a soul tie form。首先呢，就有魂结产生的。And even though you leave the person， 虽然你离开这个人 ，the soul tie is an ungodly connection。And this ungodly connection, demons can use to enter and torment you. 不敬虔的连接呢，让邪灵可以进来折磨你。So if you become joined to another person sexually, 如果你在性方面的连接与另外一个人 ，they have been involved in idolatry. 他可能参与拜偶像的事。The two have become one. 两人成为一体。So whatever spirit was in that person has right to come to you as well. 这个人有什么灵的话呢，有权利进入到你的身体里面。Uh, if there's sexual disease, of course that can come into you as well. 如果有性疾病的话，当然也可以进来了。So sexual sin opens the doorway for evil spirits to come in and enter your life. 因这性方面的罪呢，开了一道门，让邪灵可以进入你的生命。Now, if you are married, don't, you don't have to be afraid of that. 如果你已经结婚的话呢，那就不需要害怕。Even if you're married to an unbeliever, 即使你跟一个未信主的人结婚。Because one Corinthians seven says that the faith. Of the believer sanctifies the unbeliever. Because Corinthians 7 Never forget the relationship or the experience. This person in the soul is always drawn back. They never forget the relationship or the experience. This person in the soul is always drawn back. They never forget the relationship or the experience. This person in the soul is always drawn back. They never forget the relationship or the experience. Thirdly, people get hurt by these experiences. 第三呢，人们一些因为这些经历呢而受伤害。And then they begin to build walls in their heart. 他们心里建立起墙来。Out of rejection and anger and fear. 因为拒绝愤怒和恐惧。And they begin to wall their hearts so they won't be hurt in the next relationship. 开始筑起墙来，下一次关系的时候呢就不会受伤害。So if you've been involved in a number of previous sexual relationships， 如果你参与在好几个性关系里面 ，When you come to enter into marriage， 当你进入到婚姻里头 ，There will be soul ties to existing relationships you've had previously。你会和之前的一些关系呢有魂结。There will be memories that keep coming back。会有记忆呢不停的回来。And there may be walls in the heart。而你心中可能筑起一些墙来。And resistance to becoming intimate in case you get hurt again. We'll talk about the walls of the heart in another session. So sexual sin and opens up all kinds of problems in people's lives. And not 
not the least being demonic spirits coming in to torment you. So when we've been involved in sexual sin, we have opened a doorway which may result in demonic activity in our life. You can tell there's a bondage and possibly demonic activity when there's a problem you can't seem to get free of. If you're trying to walk right with God, but you have a problem around this area, and there's pressure on you, you can't seem to break free of it, then there's some form of bondage and some demonic activity. So a, a, a number of sexual sins are listed in the Bible. I'm, I'm going to list them for you. Uh, fornication, 1 Corinthians 6.18. That's sexual relationship, including heavy petting outside of marriage. Homosexuality and lesbianism. From Leviticus 18, 22 to 24. These are relationships of the same sex. They lead to spirits of perversion and a great defilement inside the person. Pornography. In Matthew 5, 28. If you look on a woman to lust after her in your heart, you've already committed sin with her. So pornography is a major, major source of addiction. Even one exposure can open the door for demonic invasion and addiction. One father come to me and his son, he had kept him free of all of this. And, and he went next door to the young neighbors and they showed him something on the screen and just the one view was enough to shock him and open the door for a spirit to enter. Nowadays, both men and women are becoming addicted to pornography. It's very freely available on the internet. It always has secrecy around it. And ultimately, you're involved in prostitution. Because someone is selling themselves for the benefit of someone else. So if you are involved in, post, in pornography, you will be sold tied to the websites and images. Demonic spirits will torment you. And you'll have usually spirits of perversion, idolatry, and prostitution will be a trouble for you. Often, uh, pornography and masturbation are very closely associated. And the Bible doesn't uh, have anything much to say about masturbation. My experience from counseling people over years is that there's always a guilt and shame seems to be connected to it. It's, uh, God has given us our sexual drive to be shared with another person, not just for ourselves alone. So often it's associated with fantasy 
and、uh, imagination, and it's a form of comfort when someone's in pain. 很多时候呢，成为一个幻想或者是一个想象，特别是在人们有痛的时候呢，它变成一个安慰的源头。And people can become free of this and keep themselves clean and pure. 人们可以得自由，能让自己纯洁洁净的。Uh, the Bible talks about prostitution, one Corinthians six nine. 神经圣经也说到了要做娼妓。Uh, um, oral and anal sex in Leviticus 20 verse 10. The Bible talks. Forbid sodomy as a practice that is extremely destructive and perverse. He says you can't do such a thing. It's very destructive. Sexual molesting, touching someone against their will or intercourse against their will, is also a major sin. It had the death penalty on it in the Old Testament. 或者是你非礼人啊，当人家人们不愿意的时候呢，你来非礼，或者是跟他有性关系呢，是有极大的一个啊、uh, 惩罚的。圣经说到 ，incest that sexual activity between members of a family who are related or connected， 家族里面的人呢发生性关系。Uh, Leviticus 20 verse 10， 利未记二十章十节。Uh, um, bestiality which is sexual connection with animals。或者是呢，跟动物呢有性关系。Which is quite common in rural areas. 这在非常偏僻的地方呢比较常见。Leviticus 20 verses 15 to 16. Leviticus 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 
in every relationship they enter. So where rejection can take place, it can take place while the child is in the womb. Uh, family doesn't want a child or it's an unwanted pregnancy. Mother rejects the child. Maybe tries to have an abortion. The child often, as soon as it comes out, has a scent, has a spirit of rejection already around it. And many times they won't bond well with their mother. And become quite troubled in the early early stages. So rejection in the womb, attempted abortion. A child who is a female and but the parents wanted a male can feel deeply rejected all her life. Early childhood experiences of being rejected by family or by friends. Relational conflict in the in the family where there's a lot of anger or abuse or even a divorce. Children don't understand what's happening, they just feel maybe I'm to blame and they feel rejected. The father abandons the family, there can be a deep grief of rejection. I counseled someone recently and uh and they were raised by their grandparents. And I said, How do you feel about your father and mother? And he said, I don't hate them. That is how he said, I don't hate them. I said, I doubt that's true. And when we began to minister to him, there was a deep grief and pain in his heart. Why did my parents let me go? What is wrong with me? When families are cold and unloving or there's an angry atmosphere, the children usually feel very rejected. When a parent compares one child against the other, why you're not like your brother? Why you're not like this? Why you're not like that? The child feels very rejected. Divorce, broken relationships can uh, result in deep grief and rejection. Sometimes school experiences are being deeply shamed and humiliated. Okay then, so here's another few doors of entry and then we'll stop and have our break. Another door of entry are controlling or abusive relationships. Hey, relationships are meant to be grounded in love. Love shows itself by honoring and valuing people. But when a parent is controlling, dominating, abusive. It deeply rejects the child and often opens the way for all kinds of spirits to come in. So in the Bible, Saul dominated his family and hurt all of them. Jezebel controlled her family and her nation and she hurt many people because of it. 
。而耶洗别也控制他的家庭和国家，因为这样子呢，而伤害很多的人。God gave us a free will so we could respond in love. 神给我们自由意识，让我们用爱来回应。So when people are very controlling, it often brings rejection, fear, and trauma into the lives of people. 当人们来掌控人的话呢，常常会带来拒绝、恐惧和创伤。One form of that is is physical abuse, violence. 其中一个形式呢是身体上的一个虐待、暴力。Verbal and emotional abuse. 不只是口头上或情绪上的虐待。I was in、uh, Taiwan and、uh, had a group of young people one time. 我在台湾呢，有一次有一组年轻人。And、uh, the Lord spoke to me about scolding. 而主就对我说呢，讲到责骂。And how it was a form of verbal and emotional abuse. 讲的是口头和情绪上的虐待。Because the goal in scolding was to shame and humiliate the child with words, so as to control their behavior. 而责骂呢，是要让这个孩子感觉到羞耻，让你可以来掌控他的行为。And when we had an altar call, we just had major manifestations. Of deeply wounded and demonized people. 而我们呼召的时呢，就极大极大的一个发作呢，因为他们深深的受到邪灵的影响。Sexual abuse will also create tremendous trauma, fear, and wounding in people's lives. 性虐待也在人们的生命里面带来这样的创伤、恐惧和伤害。Okay, then another doorway of entry for demons. 另外一道门呢 ？Is the area of trauma or accidents? 是创伤或意外这方面。Trauma. Or accidents. 创伤或意外。What happens when a person goes through a traumatic experience? 当一个人经历一个创伤的经历。A car crash or a breakdown in family. 撞车啊，或者是家庭毁坏。Loss of a career, a loss of financial collapse. 他失去金钱啊，或者是他的事业。It creates a trauma or an emotional shock in their life, and demons ride in on this. To come into people's lives. 导致呢，心中有这样的创伤和惊骇呢，而让邪灵可以进来。So evil spirits can use frightening experiences to enter a person's life. 邪灵可以用吓人的一些事件呢，进入到一个人生命里面。I prayed for one pastor, and he had been traumatized by his father, who prayed, played practical jokes on him, and made him afraid. 你知道我一个牧师祷告啊，他因为他的爸爸呢，每次开他玩笑，而因此有邪灵进来哦。So trauma can open up a person's soul and emotions and make room for demons to come in. 而创伤可以打开一个人的魂和情绪呢，导致邪灵可以进来。That's why it's important to to use some sense in、uh, what movies you watch. 因此你在看哪一些电影的时候呢，要有一些常识。I have known of people being demonized by、um, porn, pornographic movies. And also by violent horror movies. 或者是因为看到暴力的电影。Now I don't think we should have a rule. Don't go to any movies. 我不觉得是我们应该讲说我们不应该看电影。But we need to. People are different in how things affect them. 当然，人们不一样在于呢，事情如何来影响他们。And so you have to decide whether something is going to help your life or whether it's going to traumatize you. 因此你要决定哦，这个东西可以帮助到你，或者是让你感到有创伤。And that's a, 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 that's something you've got to learn for yourself. 这是你自己要来学习的。What terrorizes one person, someone may just laugh at it and think it's stupid. 什么有一样东西呢，可以吓到一个人，但另外一个人觉得这个很好笑。Just as a, as a, for myself, if I go, to, I like movies. 你看，对我而言呢，我喜欢看电影。But I have every time there's anything that's、uh, sexual or.、Uh, 
very, very violent, I just close my eyes. 但是如果看到呢跟性有关的或者是非常暴力的话，我就会关眼睛。Because I'm very visual and I see pictures and remember pictures. 因为我是一个常常看到画面、用视觉看到的东西的人。So when I close my eyes to meditate, I don't want to have a picture that I've got to get rid of. 如果我闭上眼睛来默想的话呢，是因为我不想要看到一个画面，让我需要除去的。So what happens when you when you see something? 当你看到某样东西 ，your brain retains the image。你的脑呢会留下这样的画面。And if there is a strong emotion with it， 如果一个很强烈的情绪的话 ，it becomes more strongly embedded in your mind。更强烈印在你的脑海里。And it can take a little bit to get rid of it again。你可能会需要一段时间的才可以除去。The more deeply impacting, the more you remember it。震撼越大呢，你越会记得。So you have to decide what to watch and what not to watch. 你必须要决定了什么该看，什么不该看。Okay, so、uh, another area is the area of、uh, curses. 另外一个呢是咒诅的问题。Curses can open the door for evil spirits to come into your life. 咒诅呢可以导致邪灵进入到你的生命里面。We already talked about、uh, generational curses. 我们讲到历代的咒诅。But word curses can also open the door for demons. 但话语口头的咒诅呢，也可以打开门，让邪灵进来。Curses by authority figures, people speaking words over your life. 在权威的人呢，他们对你们生命说话。Parents cursing you. 父母亲啊，他们咒诅你。Speaking defeat, failure, or moral breakdown over your life. 他们在你们生命啊，宣告的是一些啊失败呀的事情。Teachers, ministers, people in authority speaking evil over you. 老师啊，或传道人，在权威的人呢，他们说那邪恶的话。All of these things can open the door for demonic spirits to enter your life. 这些东西呢，都可以导致邪灵可以进入到你的生命里面。Another area is the area of ungodly beliefs. 另外一个方面呢，是不敬虔的信念。Ungodly beliefs. 不敬虔的信念。When you believe a lie. You are in agreement with a lying spirit. And so sometimes people have in their heart ungodly beliefs, which demonic spirits manipulate. 有些时候呢，人们生命里面有有不敬虔的信念呢，是邪灵可以来操纵的。Okay, the last couple then abortions. 好，最后几个呢是堕胎。Abortions will open the door for evil spirits to come into your life. 堕胎呢会导致呢邪灵可以进入到你生命里面。In Asia, abortions are very common. 在亚洲呢堕胎非常常见。But with the abortion, there's tremendous trauma. 因为堕胎呢会带来极大的创伤。There's usually anger and bitterness lies underneath. 常常会有愤怒和苦毒。And there is the murder of a child, which the adult knows but chooses to ignore. 而且呢，谋杀了一个婴孩，这个成员知道，但他选择呢不要知道。So, so evil spirits use these to gain access to people's lives. 而邪灵会使用这个呢，进入到人们的生命里面。So those are many of the doorways that evil spirits use. 这些呢是几道门呢，邪灵会使用，进入到我们的生命里面。And、uh, we just have to understand that.、Uh, There are many doorways that spirits use to get into people's lives. 我们必须要了解呢，邪灵有很多不同的门入口呢，可以进入到我们的生命。But Jesus made provision for us to live free and to overcome in all of these cases. 但耶稣供应我们，让我们可以自由的生活，在这些方面呢得自由。So the the question then remains: How can you tell if a spirit has got into a person's life? 那这里的问题就是呢，你怎么知道邪灵进入一个人的生命里面呢 ？How do you know if there's a demon in a person's life? 你怎么知道这个人生命里面有邪灵呢 ？Well, there are two two ways. 有两个方式。Two ways. 两个方式。Number one. 首先呢 ，is the gift of discerning of spirits. 就是你辨别诸灵的恩赐。The gift of discerning of spirits. 辨别诸灵的恩赐。In one Corinthians twelve verse seven to eleven. 
零节十二章七到十一节。It talks about the gifts of the Spirit. 他谈到属灵的恩赐。Discerning of spirits is a spiritual gift. 辨别诸灵呢是一个属灵的恩赐。It's available for all believers. 每个信徒都可以拥有的。Discern means to look right into the root cause. 辨别代表你可以看到呢当中的一个根在哪里。So discerning of spirits is a gift. 辨别恩赐，辨别诸灵呢是一个恩赐。You don't earn your way into it. 你不可以来赚取它。It is a gift of revelation. 它是一个启示的恩赐。Something is revealed supernaturally to you. 某样东西呢，超自然的显明给你了。It's given to you by God. 是神赐给你的。To help you understand the root of what is happening. 帮助你来明白呢，这个事情发生的原因在哪里 ？So discerning of spirits can be used to operate in a number of areas. 辨别诸灵在可以在几个方面来运行。Number one to discern what God is doing. 辨别呢，神在做什么 ？Discern what God is doing. 你辨别神在做什么 ？So we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. 因此，我们敏锐于圣灵。Two to discern the activity of angels. 二呢是来辨别天使的活动。The activities of angels. 天使的活动 Three, to identify evil spirits that are operating. 三呢是来辨别呢在活动的邪灵 And four, to see into the giftings and motivations of people. 而四呢是看到人家的恩赐以及他们的一个推动力在哪里 So, for example, in Acts chapter eight. 比如说使徒行传八章呢 Simon the sorcerer had repented of his sorcery. And now had become saved and baptized. Simon 呢，他已经悔改行巫术的事情，而且受洗了。When he saw the Holy Ghost came on people when the apostles laid hands, he wanted to give them money he could get so he could get the power. 他看到使徒呢，按照在人家身上呢，这些人就被圣灵充满，他给他们钱呢，得到这个恩赐。And Peter pointed to him and said, "I see that you are in the poison of bitterness and the yoke of bondage." 呃。彼得呢，他就说到：“我看到呢，你在苦读里面，苦读这样的一个根里面。” So Paul, Peter, sorry, was able to discern what was the motivation behind the request. 而彼得呢，就可以看到呢，他这样的一个请求背后的一个动机是什么 ？Now discerning of spirits is not the same as judging. 辨别诸灵呢，跟论断人不一样。Many times people call、uh, something discerning of spirits when really they're just judging. 很多时候呢，人家称这个为辨别助灵，但真的他们只在论断人而已。They're coming to their own conclusions based on what they see. 他们凭着自己所看到呢，得到自己的结论。But discerning of spirits is a gift given to you. God gives you the knowledge. 但辨别助灵呢，是神赐给你的恩赐，神给你这样的一个知识。You noticed yesterday when I was praying for the girl, we started with idolatry and then I named other things. 你看到昨天呢，我在为这个女孩祷告的时候是讲拜偶像，但后来是祷告别的，因为神凭启示给我的，这苦毒啊、死亡。一旦讲出来呢，这个灵就发作了。So、因此，辨别注意呢，是每个信徒都可以有的恩赐。你要如何来领受 ？It comes in one of three ways normally. 通常呢是三种方式的一种。One, it comes by way of a picture. You get a picture spontaneously comes into your mind. 第一呢，你首先有一个画面，很自然的一个画面出现了。A picture comes into your mind. 有一个画面突然出现了。Or two, a word comes, or name comes into your mind. 第二或者是一个名字，或者是一个字，一个词。Or three, you have a feeling or sensation, 
and you just know or recognize what it is. 而第三呢，就是一个感觉感动，你就可以认出这个是什么。So one way of discovering if there are demons in people is the gift of discerning of spirits. 你怎么样知道呢？人家生命里面有邪灵，首先透过辨别诸灵。And we really need to have that gift because otherwise you're not sure of what is really going on. 我们真的需要这个恩赐，要不然你不懂发生什么事情的。A second way is discovery. By asking questions. 第二个问题呢是透过问问题而来发现。You, it's detection. Sherlock Holmes. 察觉。<laughs> you have to ask questions. 你需要问问题。So you notice when I was working with people yesterday. 当我帮昨天的人来祷告的时候。I asked questions as well as listen to the Holy Spirit. 我会问问题，也会聆听圣灵对我说话。And as a result of asking questions, I was able to work what bondages were there, and as a result of listening to the Lord. What demons were there? Oh, I ask questions, I know there are some bondages. But when I listen to God, I know there are some bondages. So those are the two things. We identify demons one by discerning of spirits. We identify demons one by discerning of spirits. We discover them or detect them by asking questions and observing the fruit of a person's life. Often, when a person has trouble with demons. It shows up in a whole number of ways in their lives. Many times, when they have trouble with demons, it shows up in a whole number of ways in their lives. One of the things I have learned: the more you allow God to purify your heart to love people, the clearer you'll see what the issues are. I learned that the more you allow God to purify your heart to love people, the clearer you'll see what the issues are. The sharper you'll become in being able to pick up the things that are wrong. But when people have got criticism and judgment in their heart, they tend to project out and see through the filter of their own heart, and they look and they see, oh, demon, oh, demons. 他们经常看到的是透过拿他们新的一个眼镜一样，有没有看到？哦，有邪灵，哦，不好，哦，邪恶的。So even though I operate in discerning of spirits， 虽然呢，我现在辨别出灵里面 ，I don't go around looking for demons， 我不会到处找邪灵的。I go around looking for God， 我是到处找神在哪里 ，and for the best in people， 以及找到人家人家里面最好的。And then on the way you discover the others， 而在路上呢，你就找到别的东西了。Okay， so we'll just stop at that point and have our break。好，这里呢，我们就休息，让我们休息半个钟头。Let's have a break for thirty minutes。Thank you.